everyone, and welcome back to Urban Wilderness. This month, I felt inspired once more by survival in video games, and I spent some time replaying and researching Fallout New Vegas. I've prepared something of an overview of hardcore mode, as well as the survival skill. I'll start with hardcore mode. It's an optional setting designed to make the game more realistic. I'm a really big fan of video game immersion. It allows me to throw myself deeper into the experience. Unless it's everyone dying, like what happened to me in Banished. Woof. It's important to note that hardcore mode is independent of game difficulty. It's a setting that can be turned on or off mid-game. However, in order to earn an in-game trophy or achievement, the entire game must be played in hardcore, without ever turning the setting off from the point first prompted until the end-game sequence. I'll briefly highlight some of the in-game differences between normal gameplay and hardcore mode. So, stim packs are chems that heal, heal you instantly, and in hardcore mode they heal over time. Rataway heals radiation poisoning instantly, and again, over time. Doctor's bags heal all limbs fully, and in hardcore they only heal them partially. Crippled limbs can be healed with stim packs or by sleeping in any bed or on a mattress. In hardcore, only a doctor, a doctor's bag, sleeping in certain beds, a healing poultice, weapon binding ritual, autodoc, or hydra can heal a crippled limb. In normal games, ammunition is weightless. In hardcore, it has, ammunition has weight. In normal, companions cannot die. Instead, they get knocked unconscious for a short time. However, okay, so companions can die in hardcore. However, they can still heal without needing to, without needing or using any stim packs after battle. And lastly, there's, there's dehydration, starvation, and sleep deprivation. So your courier must drink eat, and have proper sleep cycles, or they will suffer increasingly negative effects up until their immediate death. So dehydration is satiated by drinking either purified or dirty water. I found it easiest just to drink from a source, like a water fountain. It affects your character's endurance trait at first, then eventually perception and intelligence until you reach a lethal level of dehydration and your courier dies. Starvation, like dehydration, it's a slow build over time, but instead its effects are felt on strength first, then charisma and perception. I think that's funny, charisma being affected, like your wasteland hero isn't above being hangry. <laughs> mm. Survival and crafting food at campfires plays a huge role in this derived stat. Cooked food is obviously better than satiating hunger. And the game also lowers your strength as a penalty for eating raw meat. Lastly, to meet your requirements for fatigue, you need regular sleep cycles in tandem with enough hours of sleep. It lowers your agility, intelligence, and then eventually endurance. And sleeping in an own bed yields better quality sleep. No sleep for two weeks is fatal. At this point, I can't deny how hard it is to play in this mode. Thus, the name, I guess. You really have to take your courier's health seriously. The medicine skill was always a priority for me on previous playthroughs. 
I was all about stim packs and chems. Careful chem use while quickly curing any addictions, of course. But if you actually have ranks put into the survival skill, products you craft at campfires can be better at healing than stim packs. Pretty cool, right? I know. Before I get to the survival skill, truly the meat and potatoes of this game, we should take a quick break. Break for Twitter and Instagram. You guys can find me on Twitter at Urban Wild Pod and on Instagram at Urban Wilderness Podcast. If, you can also find my podcast on Google Play Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you're shy and you want to contact me with questions, comments, or suggestions, it's okay. I love to hear from you guys, even if it's just to say hello. Now, all this self-promotion has me hungry for some gecko steak, so let's get back to it. So survival is a skill unique to Fallout New Vegas, but it does replace the outdoorsman skill in Fallout 1 and Fallout 2, which I have not played. Higher levels of the survival skill increase the effectiveness of food items. That includes stat changes, whether they are made from survival recipes or not, up to a tripling effect at a skill level of 100. So... The Lad's Life magazine will increase your survival by plus 10 or plus 20 with the comprehension perk. Lad's Life is actually a reference to the real-life Boy's Life magazine. It's the monthly subscription for the Boy Scouts of America. And let's not forget to mention the Great Wasteland Survival Guide. It's a book that permanently increases the skill. It's written by the NPC Moira Brown and the playable character in Fallout 3, The Lone Wanderer. The survival skill also gives you unique dialogue options, given that you meet the criteria to pass a speech check. I found this to be one of the most entertaining applications of the skill. Um, there's a YouTube video of every survival speech check in the game, as well as its DLCs. I'll post a link for it on Twitter. And now I'll briefly go over some of the encounters in order of increasing difficulty. To start, at the headquarters for the faction of Caesar's Legion called the Fort, there is only one female slave you can talk to, and her name is Siri. When you talk to her about her healing powder, you can help her improve her recipe by passing a survival check of 20. That's having 20 out of 100 in the skill itself. The reward is experience and an improved reputation with the Legion. Nellis Air Force Base uh, has a boomer museum, and it's ran by a kid named Pete. He's called the Keeper of the Story, and in dialogue with him, there are a couple of interactions where the courier can earn XP in boomer fame. The survival check speculates the dietary protein sources of the boomers and requires a skill of 40 to pass. They're indeed a completely self-sufficient society that draws clean water from a nearby body called Lake Mead, generates power from an array of solar panels, in addition to growing their own crops. Pretty cool. In the DLC Honest Hearts, before you can enter Zion, you are stopped by Jed Masterson, the leader of Happy Trails. He tells you to reduce your carrying weight to 75 pounds. So you have to hand over most of your inventory unless you are able to pass a speech check, which you can pass using perks or a survival skill of 50. This will raise your allowed carrying capacity to 100 pounds. 
Your courier meets Jules in North Vegas, an area near Freeside. He has a schematic for a special 44 ammunition that you can get by passing a 60 survival check. Passing the check convinces Jules that you are, and I quote, a wasteland warrior, and he grants you your boon based on that fact alone. There's a great con drug supplier in Red Rock Canyon named Jack. Courier can gain a reputation with the great con faction by helping him out. After passing a survival check of 75 in dialogue with Jack, and then turning down a reward of either chems or bottle caps, you're then able to teach him how to make Hydra, a chem that restores limb condition over time. On the Strip, the Ultra Lux Casino is run by the White Glove Society. They have one of the most amusing questlines in the entire game, called Beyond the Beef, and it centers around their cannibalism. Now, there are a few ways to resolve this quest, but the one I want to focus on involves imitation strange meat pie. The courier needs to pass a survival check of 75 at the cooking station in the Ultralux kitchen, away from the prying eyes of the head chef. And this makes you able to improvise a meal of imitation human flesh without a recipe. Lastly, I want to gloss over the checks in the Lonesome Rogue DLC. While talking to Ulysses through the iBot EDE, your courier speculates on the survivability of mutants in irradiated areas with a survival check of 35. In addition to this, you can confirm the name origins of Ulysses by having a survival skill of 75. Now, 75 seems to be enough to overcome any barrier in dialogue, but there's also campfire recipes to consider. Unless you have the required skill level, sometimes higher than 75, recipes will remain locked to the player. As far as campfire recipes go, I've noticed people praising the same favorites on forums. Black Blood Sausage, Brahmin Wellington, Snakebite Tourniquet, Rushing Water, and lastly, Gecko Steak. Now all of these items are high value, so if you have a surplus, you can sell them for good money. Money has a few forms in New Vegas, but the long and short of it is, after the nuclear bombs fell and destroyed the civilized world, the main currency accepted everywhere was bottle caps. Weird, right? Eh, you kind of just get used to it after a while. It's not hearsay to say that the survival skill, if utilized properly, does everything the medicine skill can do and more, which is pretty cool. But I would really like to know if any of you ran train on hardcore mode and have some tips you think I could share on Twitter, please let me know. I love the Fallout franchise and I'm definitely down to learn new things. I think that's everything for this episode, so... Thank you so much for listening. Adventure is waiting for you, Wastelanders. Goodbye until next time.